Would a polar bear eat a penguin? No, polar bears do not eat penguins because polar bears live in the <laughs> Arctic region. That was not the question I asked. <laughs> I love the internet. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike across Wikipedia like a bunch of little fact hoppers. I'm your decorator of ice cube tray, Kyle, and with me as always my, are my window units. Hey, I'm Sky. I'm Tim. Uh, I could not think of anything funny about window units. I don't units. know enough like <laughs> AC manufacturers. Yeah, Honey, Honeywell. I, there you go. I'm your Honeywell. Oh, you guys are both my Honeywell. Uh, the... Um, the uh yeah i i was just trying to stick with because literally all i've been thinking about for the past week is how hot it has been and it's been even with uh one air conditioning unit in my in the window all week running at full blast it has been unbearable (laughs) for the last few days and i finally i i broke down finally and put in a second unit and just it's helping quote unquote good uh but we're hoping at this point that I, you know, just if, if I suddenly like pass out mid podcast, you guys know where I live. So, you know, send someone, please. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully not while we're actually having the show, because uh, this is going to be a real. Um, wow, I was going to make a joke. I'm going to go for it. It's going to be a hot one, you guys. Uh, we are going tonight. Uh, I have the guys going uh, across Wikipedia from two pages, starting at the page for Segway. And going to the page for Smokey Bear. Oh, Segway. Oh, mm-hmm. Segway. Um, Segway, of course, uh, in the news uh, recently. Uh, so that that's part of the reason why they why I got why I picked them for tonight and others and the others just because it's funny. That's that's it's it's a funny thing. But to get us started, uh, I asked you guys uh, beforehand to prepare a, a a short thing a short game. Um, just in terms of, let's see, uh, I want you guys to tell me about a fire safety, uh, public mascot that you created, uh, who has a radical way of getting around. It can be anything but a skateboard. Uh, anything but Kyle hates skateboards. Uh, uh, I do, Mm -hmm. but also they're played out. So, you know, uh, who doesn't have a skateboard these days? I, I, and actually I, I know I'm making that joke in jest, but like, I literally almost got hit by a kid on a skateboard <laughs> while I was nice. on a walk the other day. <laughs> it was it was a very weird moment of just like, well, you know, because I don't hear people around me very uh-huh. well. He just like blazed past me, <laughs> just like very nearly cl- clipped me. And I was like, okay, well, yes, I realize I'm older than you and therefore I am target practice, but come on. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't Tony Hawk? Uh, I'm not positive. It could have been. <laughs> okay. In which case, he is older I'll than me. I'll check his so. tweets to see if yeah, you, you, you he know. talks about almost running into someone who doesn't <laughs> recognize him. <laughs> I would be honored. Let's be honest. I would be completely honored. I would love to meet this man just so we can share these stories of people not recognizing him. Um, I had it happen again the other day. It. I cannot. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I, I had another set of email come through that I'll have to tell you guys off, uh, you know, off, off, uh, po- uh, off mic, but it was, uh, it was very silly. Anyway, 
you guys are trying to buy yourself time to uh, come up with these cool cool mascots. Uh, are either of you ready? Yes. I am ready. All right. Who wants to go first? Uh, I... I'll go first. Okay. Do it up, Tim. You could. I feel like I usually go second, so I'll go first. Do it, Tim. What do, do you it. got? Uh, my character mm-hmm. is um, Otis, the falling elevator riding manatee. Oh, boy. He what? is a manatee who wears a, a business shirt and a tie. Why did I do this? And his realm is uh, to remind people to take the stairs instead of the elevator if your building is on fire. Hey, Tim. So a commercial <laughs> will have um, will have you know two two business people yeah. going. Oh no! Like the fire alarm goes off, uh-huh. and they're like, "Oh no, we have to evacuate." And one of them goes quick to the elevator, and they go to the elevator, and the doors open, and then just whoosh, right there flies by <laughs> Otis. He does a little manatee scream. I'm not really sure what that sounds like. I have oh, to research. No. And then, was, and then they go, they look at each other and they're like, oh, we should take the stairs. <laughs> and he's a manatee because when he hits the bottom, he just squishes and he's okay. Oh, that's really honestly what I was going to ask. Wow, what a, what a literal Well, I mean, it, it wouldn't be much of a campaign if it only had one commercial. I mean, it would be a very effective one, I feel, but also <laughs> probably taken off the air very quickly. Yep. Um, so there you go, Otis, the falling elevator riding manatee. That's goodness, good. I that was not expecting that, but I'm I'm realizing now the error of why what I've done tonight. Sky, yeah, the error is asking me Sky, to come up what, with something. What do you have? Uh, so it's 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 Luge, uh, the the <laughs> penguin that plays skeleton, <laughs> please. <laughs> like a xylophone yeah <laughs> it is definitely like in high school when the one student that clearly did his homework yes and like planned it out uh gets up and does a presentation and then the kid because <laughs> then there's like um so his name is luge uh-huh. but it's not luge it's not it's not luge like on the back because he does skeleton, so it's on his stomach right. because it's like a right. penguin. But also, he's there to remind you, hey, get down on your tummy when oh. when the fire's happening mm. and slide down That's your good. stairs to safety. Well, I mean, that could probably use a little workshopping. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, otherwise, that's not bad. Uh, I, has... I have to ask. Okay, yeah, go on. Uh, what were those meals? <laughs> what were those? Sky, don't you dare. <laughs> What? Kid Cuisines. Is yes! That you know that? It's just that. We're just going to rip off that one again. Kid who didn't do his homework. Um, oh. I just got to see. Oh, my God. What have they done to this penguin? What have they done to this the penguin? This is not the penguin I remember. Oh, no. This guy looks like a turd. I No. <laughs> Is it not as cool as you remember as a kid? No, look at this guy. All right, you got to put it in the chat, buddy. <laughs> I put it, it in the wrong chat. <laughs> Sky! <laughs> <laughs> They're going to wonder what that is. <laughs> no, they'll probably... I would love to see if... I'm oh, not going to answer heck? back. No, don't. Just let it be. Oh. What is happening? I knew, I knew them sending me messages would cause problems. 
Like that Why? is not the one I remember. He's very elongated. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely been modernized. Oh, he stole his sho- he stole shot Sonic shoes. Here we too. go. Here we go. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh man, here's a quick. I like how there's like the the 90s. Go ahead. I like how there's a label on the box that just says "Real Meals." Uh huh. That is very not on yeah, this there one. There isn't it. hamburger not encouraging. pizza. No. <laughs> also, uh. the penguin is on a on a skateboard. Yeah, it's on a skateboard. So okay, this is the this is how my brain worked as a kid. Like, polar bear and and penguin were like the the mascots for this thing as as a kid. Yeah. Uh, one of those is a natural hunter of the other in the wild, and it's very weird mm. that they're serving is it? food together. Oh yeah. No, it's they, not. Uh, what? Don't they eat them? Polar bear. Oh, polar bears are in the Arctic. Oh no, I'm thinking they're on the opposite sides of the globe. That's why it was weird. That's what it was. But maybe um, they yeah, do. No. <laughs> but maybe, yeah, probably. Oh, no, no, but they're on the opposite sides of the globe. That's what it is. Would a polar bear eat a penguin? No, polar bears do not eat penguins because polar bears live in the <laughs> Arctic region. That was not the question I asked. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I love the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it was, that they're on the opposite sides of the globe. I'm like, how are they getting together to do this? <laughs> anyway can polar bears and penguins live together no polar bears and penguins do not live together for two main reasons <laughs> what are two of them only two wait hold on i can think of one <laughs> what Where is it? Where is it? what's Where the is it? second reason if polar bears and penguins live together polar bears would eat the penguins okay but this okay. is a secondary point the main point is that polar bears live in the arctic which is a northern okay circumpolar region um, penguins live in the Antarctic, which is extreme southern polar region. You ask why? That's just <laughs> the way it is. Whoa! <laughs> there you go. Oh, they got a Constantinople going on there. That's the way yeah. it is. Um, that is, I mean, that I, I apparently went back in time and wrote that answer as a child <laughs> for that question right there. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, Sky... I, I I I love Luge the penguin. <laughs> yeah, they're they're great, but uh, I do have to go with with the manatee Otis the manatee. Sorry, falling elevator manatee is that what it was? Otis the falling elevator riding manatee. Oh, riding, Man, yes, riding specific. It's so specific that I enjoy. It. Yeah, I'm going. Right. I'm gonna go with Otis. I'm. Oh boy, uh, for the simple fact that. Um, it, it's going to cause like a situation where people see these ads, they get taken off the air instantly, and then ten years after the fact, uh, people will look them up online to say to be like, "Did I just did I make this up? Did I miss like did this really happen, or am I misremembering this?" So, uh, for oh, the fact yeah. that I don't I don't see why it would be taken off the air. Yeah, I yeah I know you don't. You seen, I know you don't. Tim. Have you seen some of the PSA cartoons they have today? No, I'm good. There's there's one on Twitch. Okay, that I see now and then for uh, there's it's a dinosaur. Uh huh. A T Rex specifically. Yes. Who uh, is PSAing <laughs> uh, against uh, texting and looking at your phone while driving? Because it's what killed the dinosaurs. And his name is Stop Rex. Stop. And he starts by being a surgeon, and he's looking at his phone while doing surgery, and he kills the patient. 
Sky, uh, so actually I'm going to go with you tonight. Uh, you're... So I think my manatee is quite tame. <laughs> oh my gosh. I... <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm Tim, I'm very close to taking this away from you, but Sky is providing enough fire for me to not do that. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> In the chat, uh, which is why I don't talk about... Tim, stop it. Oh. Stop Rex, like, Rex. Yeah. I thought it yeah, was Rex. like, Rex is close to text. Um, <laughs> Tim, let's talk about segues, huh? Well, that's a good segue, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, so, Segway is a two-wheeled, self-balancing personal transporter invented by Dean Kamen, or maybe Kamen, okay. and brought to market in 2001. Wow, it's been a while. It really has. has a Segway HT. Subsequently, as the Segway PT, what's the difference? HT stood for human transporter, and PT stood for personal transporter. Puppy. Puppy transporter. Ninebot, Incorporated, a Beijing-based transportation robotics startup rival, acquired Segway in April 2015, brought in the company to include other transportation devices, and announced in June 2020 it would no longer make a two-wheeled self-balancing product. So, Segways don't really, they won't really exist anymore? Is that essentially what it says? Yeah, that's essentially what's happening. I meant We're not making these. What's that? Yeah, I guess, you know, they're just, just riding off into the distance. Yeah. Um, Steve Jobs was quoted as saying that the Segway was, quote, as big a deal as the PC, unquote. Oh, I remember that. But later retracted that, saying that it sucked, presumably referring <laughs> to the design, but commenting about the boutique price, saying, you're sure your market is upscale consumers for transportation? Yeah. Like, what do you... Just because you can get away with making people pay a lot of money for something, Steve Jobs doesn't mean you can criticize other people i was about to say this is a little bit pot and kettle if you're asking me for but still. Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's see um yeah remember they were such a big deal i don't some of our listeners might be too yeah. young to remember this but like they hyped it because i i was right on the cusp i think of remembering this um and understanding but it was it was what year did they come out 2001 2001 it's like and like it was a big deal about like what did they call it before? I'm sure it's on here, right? Um, what the release isn't yeah. mentioned here, is it? Don't, don't uh, you remember yeah, like the right, big reveal? Right uh, uh, no. Oh, Sky, you're it thinking says... that you're you're thinking of Cybertruck. That's what it was originally called. Yeah. Uh, no, I no. don't think it lists the actual thing. Thank you for that laugh. laugh uh, right it guys. said <laughs> that the device was unveiled on December third. Mm. 2001, following months of public speculation yeah. in Bryant Park, New York City, on the ABC News morning program Good Morning America. Yeah, that's all I see. Well, I, you remember, like they they were marketing it or like trying to talk it up as like something like it was like going to revolutionize. It was like the flying car is here, essentially. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that like, specifically. That it, they're like, you'll never walk like, again. Like we are going to unveil a piece of technology that is going to become so integrated into your everyday life yeah. and is not there right now and it's going to blow you away and then yeah they released and then, it and people were like this is it <laughs> this is the thing it's a scooter yeah like the height of its popularity became like what paul blart mall cop yeah i think so <laughs> well they use I them, suppose so, they yeah. use them for, for tour like tours city tours all over oh, yeah. the place and i always yep. thought that was stupid until i realized 
Well, no. That's a great idea. That's actually Are a good idea kidding? because they like I'm like, when do you want to like walk around? The, you walk around the city all the time when you're in the city on being a tourist. Oh wow. Yeah. So it makes sense you want to break. So, uh, a relatively small number of 140,000 units were sold during the lifetime of the product. What? However, the Segway PT only made up 1.5% of total company profit. Factors contributing to the end of production include the price, $5,000 at launch, and the learning curve in learning to balance on a Segway, which has led to notable accidents, including Usain Bolt, George W. Bush, and the Segway company owner, Jimmy Heseldin, Uh who I believe was killed. I was going to bring that up. He was, in fact, killed, yes. Now, Uh, was it a suicide? Suspected suicide? That's a question. So yeah. I remember I, it being like he he ran off a Neither of you guys are clicking segue. on this, right? Yeah, it's the the uh the the way that they listed. Okay, neither of you guys are going to click on his name. Uh, I assume. So I'll just tell you what it says here. On the morning of twenty sixth September twenty ten, Hazelden was killed when he fell from a cliff footpath on, into the river wharf on at the village of Thorpe Arch near Boston Spa, a, a Segway vehicle was found near him. Uh, the West Yorkshire coroner concluded that Hesseldin had died accidentally and that he had probably got into difficulty when he reversed the vehicle to allow a man walking his dog to pass. So, question marks. Yeah. That's that's cited three times, by the way. Uh, so, it's it, there's something there. Just, Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole... It, it's a question. We don't know. Only that segue does, I suppose. There you go. Yep. Um, but wow. yeah, he is he is one of the notable accidents, I suppose. That's a way to say it. So... so. I am... I'm not uh-huh. proud of this. Oh? But I, I'm going to click on South Park... I worked so proceed. hard, so hard to find a page with as few pop culture references as I could. And you still managed to do... Okay. It's not a video right. game. I have... I, I, I'm i not going to stay on here. Sky. I am, it is, oh, too. Yeah. I am... <laughs> I am... Uh, I have a plan. I'm sure you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sky, what would you like to click? Uh... So I was gonna click lithium ion batteries. That's <laughs> like what's gonna Ooh. set on fire, and probably, I mean, probably those, or maybe we'll talk about how they don't. Um, and that'll still <laughs> be good, maybe. But I also see the Summer Olympics, sure. and there's fire in the Olympics. Uh, but we've been there. I'm gonna go to <laughs> lithium ion batteries. Time to learn. Oh my gosh! All right. Lithium ion battery or a lion battery. Okay, uh, Tim, talk to me about. No, I mean, I don't really want to know anything about South Park, but tell me about it, please. South Park is a show. Questionable uh, at best. When you were when you were growing up in in school, it was really cool to watch. Uh, a lot of kids would talk about watching it. <laughs> Although you didn't really watch it that much. You probably saw a few episodes later on in life and you thought, oh, okay, this is kind of funny a little bit. Um, but then you saw more stuff about it and it's like, oh, 
this is just kind of not a great thing overall. Uh, that's all this article says. Nice. <laughs> no, actually, this is an enormous oh, article, it. of course. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. Um, it actually shows the various stages of production of the oh, show, boy. which has always been kind of interesting because it's very a very simplistic style. Uh, the various stages of production from top to bottom, the storyboard sketch, the Corel draw props with stock character models, and then a frame from the fully rendered episode. Corel draw. I'm not really familiar with that. I can't believe it was done in Corel draw. I mean, uh, it, oh boy, it's, uh, you know how Lotus, uh, it was like the Lotus works was like the, the ripoff of Excel. Corel draw was mm-hmm. the Lotus works of, of Photoshop. <laughs> mm. That's kind of, that's kind of the relationship there. Okay. So I am going to, um, wow. Gosh, I hate this Rick show. James, Elton John, Meatloaf, Joe Strummer, Ozzy Osbourne, Primus, Rancid, and Ween all guest starred and briefly performed in the season two episode, Chef Aid. It's a lot of, a lot of people to get, to do that. They couldn't even get Elton John for, uh, the IT crowd, so. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, this, this show is terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to click on animated sitcom. So help me, uh, Tim, if you go to Family Guy next, I, uh... <laughs> I'm not. Good. Um, all right. Ugh, this is not a great... I have been looking for uh, pictures of a lion battery here, and I'm not coming up with anything great. Oh. Uh, I'm surprised that I'm not getting, like, a battery shaped like a lion or right. anything like that. Right, because lithium-ion is closest... called lion sometimes right yeah but apparently google is too smart for that mm. <laughs> and it's not giving me that the closest i've gotten is uh this company called lion batteries oh, wow. which has a lion on it and i imagine probably gets a lot of calls about lithium ion batteries. batteries if they i hope they sell lithium ion batteries That's a good good marketing uh, if, ploy if they do yeah if they don't <laughs> if they don't a lot of people are probably <laughs> You know. Hey, do you sell Lion batteries? Yeah. Yes, we have Li- no lithium ion batteries, right? Yeah, Lion Lion batteries. Why do you keep saying saying yeah. it that way? What saying it what way? <laughs> Say li- lithium ion battery. <laughs> uh, lithium ion battery. <laughs> Tell me you have those. Uh, <laughs> We have lion batteries. Libs. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh! <laughs> uh, it's a type of rechargeable battery. Lithium-ion batteries are commonly used for portable electronics and electronic vehicles, and are growing in popularity for military and aerospace applications. A prototype lion battery oh. was developed by Akira Yoshi- Yoshino in 1985, based on earlier research by John Goodenough, uh, <laughs> wow. Stanley Whittingham, <laughs> Ratchard Yes. Y- Yazami and Koichi Mitsuhara during the 1970s to 1980s. And then a commercial Lion battery was developed by Sony and Asahi Kase team led by Yoshio Nishi in 1991. Um, so in the batteries, there's lithium ions, and they are like, hello, we're going to move from the negative <laughs> electrode through an electrolyte to the positive electrode during discharge. 
Um, and then they move back when charging. So it's just like green light, red light thing for these little guys. It's yeah. a it's a dance. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's how it works. There's apparently in Boeing. Um, there's been several incidents <laughs> with Boeing. Go great. Um, I don't yeah. really have you know. I looking around this page. There's a lot of stats. A lot of marketing. Talks about the construction. I was really surprised you clicked here. But yeah. <laughs> I have Google. I have Control F Fire, and Fire is in here a lot. Um, and yep. it is not linked in most of them. But there was one. I guess got to go through here. Short circuit leading to heat, um, <laughs> leading you to explosions to your and fires. Uh, Samsung uh-huh. Galaxy Note Seven recall for for battery fires. Uh, faulty battery oh, can cause good. a serious fire. This is linked to conf- conflagration. Conflagration. So that's what I'm going to. Which actually is kind Some of the fire I want. <laughs> I didn't realize. Technically speaking, yeah. All right. Let's see if I can find it as well. Um, in the meantime, Tim, or, or ju- actually, just for reference, I uh, I looked up John B. Yeah. Good enough. Um, his name is John B. Good enough. Yeah. And I, I'm very disappointed that nowhere on this page, someone was talked like to their parents. He was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Why did you do this? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> is it Johnny? Johnny be good enough? Technically speaking, yes, Tim. If you were on familiar <laughs> terms with him, probably. Nice. Anyway, so he's a. I mean, he's a Nobel Prize winner and everything, but you know, I guess Johnny is good. <laughs> yeah, good mm-hmm. enough. Wait. Oh my gosh. What? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. He was part a member of the Skull and Bones, which is. Which is the thing that that one movie was made uh, based on in the '90s about the Illuminati, uh, in in like, at like Harvard and uh, Ivy League schools? I cannot believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Anyway, animated sitcom. Not as much in here as I was hoping for. I'm a An animated surprised. sitcom is a subgenre of the sitcom that is animated instead of live action. That is sourced. Good for them. Hey, uh, what was the first animated sitcom? Uh, oh, it's I Love Lucy. Sim? Sim? No, it, it was uh, the Flintstones. Oh, that makes sense. The Flintstones, yeah. yes. Followed by the Jetsons. Flintstones in 1960, Jetsons in 1962. Uh, animated sitcoms have been more controversial than traditional cartoons from the onset. The Flintstones was originally oriented at parents as an animated version of the Honeymooners, though it was oh, primarily it popular with children. Yeah, that is oh just gosh, what that is. is. Oh yeah, it absolutely is. Oh. It is a complete animated uh, prehistoric ripoff of the Honeymooners. They just put dinosaurs in there so kids would watch it. Holy cow! How did I not realize that until this moment? Yeah, that's wild. Mind blown. Oh my gosh, the neighbor is even called Barney. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. All right, um, I gotta go take a walk. I think. <laughs> uh, in 1987, The Simpsons shorts debuted on Fox's The Tracy Ullman Show. First full-length episode, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Oh. Uh, no, I probably shouldn't go with that one. I don't think that's going to get me any closer. Uh, <laughs> debuted on December 17th, 1989. It is the first animated uh, American sitcom not to have a laugh track. 
unlike other animated sitcoms prior. Oh, weird. Uh, it remained the sole English-language mainstream adult-oriented animated sitcom until the late 90s, which saw the debuts of Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, South Park, Daria, Family Guy, and Futurama. I would classify uh, maybe two of those as sitcoms. I hmm. So then it then it goes to the sub uh, to the headline 21st century. Oh boy. First thing it says Canadian examples from the decade include <laughs> Chili Beach, Odd Job Jack and most recently Forget About It. Oh boy. Adult animation became more popular premiering critically acclaimed shows such as Okay. 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 Uh This is going to be wrong. Oh, this oh. is not a correct sentence because it says critically acclaimed, and then it starts with drawn together. Oh, wow. Which was very much not a critically acclaimed show. No, I can't think of a way um, that would have been. Then American Dad, Archer, Bob's Burgers, Rick and Morty, BoJack Horseman, F is for Family, and Big Mouth. Wow. Uh, I still a, have a plan. There's a range there. That's a, that's yeah. a range. <laughs> Yeah, Tim. I still have a plan, and I hate the fact that I have to click on this to institute that plan, but I'm clicking on Rick and Morty. How could you? I'm sorry. It's just, this is this is the path that I have chosen. Hey, uh, hey, listeners, just, just so you're aware, we don't like these shows. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just in general. They're not great. Um, I mean... South Park and Rick and Morty both. Sorry, fans. Um, okay. Tim. Or no, I'm sorry. Sky. Uh, Conflagration. <laughs> yeah. It's a large and destructive fire that threatens human life, animal life, health, and or property. I like that It may also be described <laughs> as a blaze or simply a parens large and parens fire. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking may, at this. <laughs> it may also be described as a blaze, which is great. Okay, there's another term for this. Or simply uh well it has to be large fire. But like the parens are Yeah. That's bothering me. What's happening? oh there are even more okay. What's happening it's, here? <laughs> yeah. Conflagration can begin accidentally, be naturally caused, parens wild wildfire, <laughs> or intentionally created arson. <laughs> Yes. Hmm. Arson can be for fraud, murder, sabotage, or diversion. <laughs> I mean, there could... Thought... That is true. I wanna... Yeah. I want to start a band called Intentionally Created Arson. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, I, it, I'm surprised that this page is getting into the motives behind arson. Like, yeah. why not just say, this is not the page for arson. You could just say, just intentionally created, parens, arson, period. End of par- Like, you don't need more... But they go into the, oh, yeah, they could just be doing this for fun, but also for sabotage. Yep. It's very weird. A very large fire can produce a firestorm, which the central column of rising heated air induces strong inward winds, which supplies oxygen to the fire. Conflagrations can cause casualties, including deaths or injuries from burns, trauma due to collapse of structures, and attempts to escape and smoke inhalation. That's why I need luge. (laughs) Um, firefighting is the practice of extinguishing a conflagration um, protecting life and property and minimizing damage and injury one of the goals of fire prevention is to avoid conflagrations (laughs) okay 
When a conflagration is extinguished, there's often a fire investigation to determine the cause of the fire. Uh, Sky, just to get ahead of this, I would have chosen Luge if he uh, body bladed. Rather than just trying to remember what it, I was trying to remember what it was. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember body blading, so I couldn't. I like Googled it. Oh no! And I just couldn't get it, so oh. I went with Luge. And I yeah. also made him a penguin, so I'm like, well, it makes sense that a penguin would do that. Yes. Yeah, I'm into it. But anyway, um, at one point he was a sloth, and that didn't really work because <laughs> I wanted something low to the ground. But I'm like, wait, <laughs> he can't be slow. <laughs> <laughs> didn't pass the initial marketing smell test <laughs> uh, your instincts are also as sharp as ever tre- also they live in trees yeah um oh. your instincts are as sharp as ever very good his name was still luge uh yeah, of course the conflagration of the building is known as a structure fi- fire and an asteroid more than 4.3 miles in diameter colliding with the Earth, spewing out enough ejecta to cause a global conflagration. Wait, So this what? is under types. So there's different types of conflagrations. There's industrial conflagrations, including fires at oil refineries, um, one of several fires in forests. An urban conflagration is described as a large destructive fire that spreads between natural or artificial barriers. <sighs> and then in some ships, a large uncontained fire may quickly lead to a ship conflagration. The conflagration of a building is known as a structure fire. And then the last one is an asteroid more than 4.3 miles in diameter colliding with the Earth, spewing out enough ejecta to cause a global conflagration. What is happening here? And Why it's is not that... like that's like... That doesn't say like that's what happened in the past. No, you know, one hit that mm. side. It's like I'm thinking of saying one. Ha- if if we get hit by an asteroid that large, here's what will happen. But that's so specific. Four point one miles. Four point three. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 There won't <laughs> it's be very enough. Strange. It won't spew out an, enough to uh, ejecta to cause global conf- conflagration. Oh my gosh! There's no citation on this night. I desperately, almost more than ever, want a citation on this sentence. I really want to know why they added it. Also, what is what the heck is injecta? 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 I guess it's just I, I like mean, bits that are yeah, thrown. It's it's it. stuff that's ejected from the explosion. Man, from the con- conflagration. So, I was going to click on forest fire. Hold on, before you before you tell me what you're clicking, I would like to note here, just again, to continue to add to our case, right? This thing, uh, under notable examples of list of historic fires, the earliest known historic fire, according to this page, Alexandria, the burning of the burning of Alexandria, and then the Great Fire of Rome. Those are the two earliest known fires. Uh, you know, the important ones from Rome. Anyway. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, Sky, what you were going to click forest fire? I was going to, but fire prevention is here. Yes, it is. Mm. So I think I'm going to click on fire prevention. I think that sounds like a good call. I feel like you are getting very close. Can you can you feel the heat? I can I can smell the cheese barn. Whoa! Whoa! No! No! Damn! I think not. that's. You've summoned me. Twitter. That's right. Twitter.com. Grandpa's Cheese Barn. I mean, I I enjoy this this tradition we are trying to make. 
Here we go. Uh, Have you tweeted since? Nope. Nothing since April seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. Uh, all right then, Rick and Morty. Correct. That's correct. It's another cartoon. Uh huh. This one's on Cartoon Network, and uh, uh, I've I've seen a few episodes. Once again, a few chuckles. Then, like, you kind of look at the the big picture of the show, and it's just kind of like, eh. For me, at least, I'm sure there's plenty of people who listen to us and and enjoy it, and that's cool. You enjoy it. Uh, so they made some games about it. Did they? Yep. Uh, so the games are about what you would expect. Uh-huh. Uh, in December 2014, Rick and Morty Jerry's Game was released for iOS and Android. The game consists of the players popping balloons and air-filled condoms endlessly. Mm-hmm. Characters show up from time to time. The number of balloons popped is counted and used as currency for unlocking special balloons, backdrops, and features. The game is based on a game Jerry was seen playing in an episode. The game includes microtransactions. Incredible. Is there anything about that that was appealing? No. Uh, Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality announced on July 15, 2016 and released on April 20, 2017 for Windows. You really got And on April 10th for PlayStation 4 is a VR game. Developed by Alchemy Labs, the developers of Job Simulator, which is actually a very cool game. Mm. Have you ever have you ever seen or played Job I Simulator? I have not. I've seen it played. Job Simulator is the premise of the game is wonderful. It's... Is that basically basically the world has been taken over by computers, mm-hmm. like computer robots, and they have this museum of jobs that humans used to do. Uh, or their interpretations of the jobs that humans yeah, used to course. do, pretty yeah. much. And you could you can play these exhibits, you know, to get the experience of what it was like to work those jobs. So you could work an office job, and like the the tasks are to just like turn on your computer, and your keyboard only has zero and one on it. Of course, just two big buttons. Yeah, and like eat eat donuts. You know, find your mug, stuff like that. It's just, it's it's a very it's a very charming game. Okay. Uh, unlike unlike the games here. Uh, on November nineteenth, two thousand nineteen, Wizards of the Coast released Dungeons and Dragons versus Rick and Morty, a starter box set for the fifth edition. It includes a Rick and Morty themed adventure, The Lost mm-hmm. Dungeon of Rickedness, Big Rick Energy. Uh, uh, okay, I am going somewhere else. Yeah, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to Cartoon Network. Oh my gosh. That's where I wanted to go this whole time. This whole time? And they, yep. you couldn't get, it wasn't, wait, Cartoon Network wasn't on animated sitcom? It was not. Incredible. Yep. All right, Sky, talk to me uh... about fire prevention. It's a function of many fire departments. I hope all of them. The I, goal, yes, yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, 
Many is that's we actually not... just do the after thing. We don't care about the before. The goal of fire prevention is to educate the public to take precautions to prevent potentially harmful fires, uh, and to be educated about surviving them. It is a proactive method method for reducing emergencies and the damage caused by them. Many fire departments have a fire prevention officer. Uh, but so it talks about it's got lessons here: stop, drop, and roll. Uh, smoke detectors, wet pipe sprinkler systems. Oh, dang. Uh, That's don't just one leave of my least. to do something yeah. else. One of the most common yep. reasons for fires is that people often leave stoves, ovens, toasters, uh, clothing irons, barbecues, and candles unattended. Firefighters are your friends. Um, you're going to do search and rescue. Don't be afraid of them. Uh, don't play with fire. Playing with fire causes unnecessary emergencies. It hurts and kills many people. False alarms kill. Waste valuable manpower and resources. Um, let's see. Uh, fire prevention. They they do building inspections. There's a fire prevention week. Does it talk about wildfires here? No. Is Smokey here? No. Um, nope. Nothing. I made a goof. Uh, I don't know where to go now. <laughs> I yeah, could go I, to I wish I could... firefighter. I mean, you know what I, I you know what I think my best bet is is, um. It talks about, I saw it linked here. Where was it? Um, Harmful fires is linked. And it goes back to conflagration. And I just kind of want to go back there. Oh, my gosh. I'm going back. I'm just going to. Got to go back, Marty. Okay. Yeah, because, like, wildfire is here. And I just got, like, that's Mm -hmm. what I should have clicked. So that's I see. That's what's happening. Sounds right. Yeah. Tim, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Is a network shows cartoons. cartoons. Yeah, they haven't even done like an MTV route. Like they still show cartoons. It's crazy. I mean, what would they show if they didn't show cartoons, though? Reality shows. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm true. All right, move on. Uh, let's see here. Uh, launched on October first, nineteen ninety-two. It's gonna have its uh. 30th anniversary in, in a couple years. Wow. <laughs> Man. Oh, it, no, it can already rent a car. Yep. <laughs> Primarily broadcast animated television oh, series, car, mostly children's it's programming. A, it's a pun. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, moving on. Yep. Uh, the daytime, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., is targeted at children between ages 7 and 15. It's overnight day part block adult swim. Hold on. It's aimed uh, at young adults. Hey, uh, Sky, yeah. as the parent of a child, uh, does the 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. block encompass children hours? 6 a.m. to 8 a.m.? 8 p.m. 8 p.m., yep. Is that is that all of the children hours? That's all the or... kid hours. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, like I hear about Griff being determined to not ha- to have more of those hours sometimes, but still. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay sorry uh no worries on october 1st 1992 cartoon network launched to the finale of tchaikovsky's 1812 overture with a backdrop of cartoon explosions followed by a special event called droopy's guide to the cartoon network hosted by mgm cartoon character droopy uh the first cartoon on the network rapsty rabbit was shown after that oh i didn't even 
I don't even know that one. Nope, me neither. Do 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 do. They had a bunch of cartoons. Oh, it's an old Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, I know this. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, no worries. Uh, the network's first exclusive original show was The Moxie Show, an animation anthology series first airing in 93. The first series produced by Cartoon Network was Space Ghost Coast to Coast in 1994. Wow. Perfect. Yep. Do, 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 do. Uh, um, oh, Yogi Bear's on here. That is... <laughs> that could help. That's, but, half, oh. that's half of it. <laughs> he is Bear. But there's another. There's other bears on here, too. Oh, no. Which one is the most bear? Cow, cowboy Bebop. Cow Bear Bebop. No bears in, in Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebear. Cowboy Bear Bop. Bebear Bop. I can't even do it. Uh, man, there's a lot on this page. I do I do enjoy the, the old ska-focused, uh, ska-looking logo. Cartoon oh network. my gosh, it really does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I never put that together. Do, 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 do. Let's see, okay. So which uh, bear are you going with, Tim? I'm going with the show uh, We Bear Bears. Oh, wow. Just bear is spelled B-A-R-E, just to make sure you understand. Yes, I, I, I know of this show. There it is. Um, I have not seen much of it. It's a very, it's a weird one, I hear. Um, all right, Sky Conflagration, you want to go to Wildfire? Do you want the one in parentheses? Okay. Oh, wow, that's a picture. Goodness. All right, and from there, we go to Bears. Mm Mm-hmm. Tim? So, uh... My uh, my gambit did not pay off. No? Uh, we Bear Bears is an American multinational animated series created by Daniel Chong for Cartoon Network. The show follows three bear siblings, Grizzly, Panda, and Ice Bear, mm-hmm. respectively voiced by Eric Edelstein, Bobby Moynihan, and Dimitri Martin, oh. which I did not realize. Oh my gosh, um, I can hear it now, yeah. Yep. And their awkward attempts at integrating with the human world in the San Francisco Bay Area. Bear area. <clears throat> Sorry. Oof. What? <laughs> uh show premiered in twenty fifteen, ended on May twenty seventh, twenty nineteen, after four seasons and hundred and forty episodes. They made a movie, uh, was announced to release digitally on June thirtieth, twenty twenty, served as a series finale. Um follows three adoptive brother bears, Grizzly, often called Grizz, Panda, often called Pan Pan, and Ice Bear. Bears attempt to integrate with human society such as by purchasing food, making human companions, or trying to become famous on the internet. Although these <laughs> attempts see the bear struggle to do so due to the civilized nature of humans and their own animal instincts. However, in the end, they figure out that they have each other for support, cited. <laughs> the bears often form a bear stack, which they <laughs> use to get around the city. The stack has become perhaps the most recognizable image right. of the show. I mean, it is. Although they do travel walking on their own. Uh, occasionally the bears share adventures with their friends such as child prodigy chloe park bigfoot charlie internet sensation koala uh koala nom nom i'm sorry park ranger tavis and produce saleswoman lucy (laughs) some flashback episodes chronicle the adventures of the bears as cubs trying to find a home um 
And then there's a list of all the episodes. Yeah, which I kind of want to click on. What are you? Am I allowed to click on it? Oh, I yeah, mean, I it's up so. to Sky. Names the episodes. Okay. Or ooh, there's also a list of of the characters. Uh, I want to click on the episodes. All right, list of We Bear Bear episodes done. Thank you. Wildfire. Yeah. In wildfire. It's kind of, oh, that means it's contained. Yeah. Good. It's a wildland fire or a rural fire. It's an uncontrolled fire in an area of combustible vegetation occurring in rural areas. Um, depending on the type of vegetation present, a wildfire can also be classified more specifically as a brush fire, bush fire in Australia, desert fire, forest fire, <laughs> grass fire, hill fire, peat fire, vegetation fire, or feld fire. May are feld. Oh, yeah. man, a veld fire. Dang. Many Don't organizations consider wildfire to mean an unplanned and unwanted fire, while wildland fire is a broader term that includes prescribed fire as well as wildfire fire use. Uh, parens, WFU. Whoa, okay. Like, language. Those, Whoa. those are Jeez. also called monitored response fires. Jeez. What, why is that? What does that mean? Am I missing something? It's wildland oh, fire as wild use is what they're fire trying use. to do. But... In parentheses, WFU, semicolon. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just a very unfortunate abbreviation that also sounds like they're yelling at you. Um, <laughs> the next sentence I'm going to paraphrase for you. Wildfires have been around mm-hmm. since plants. <laughs> Fossil charcoal yeah, indicates Whoa, that wildfires began kinda... soon after the appearance of terrestrial plants 420 million years ago. Blaze it. What are they trying to say about plants? <laughs> yeah, what are they trying to say about uh, I, I like that the, um, the analysis there is basically like, all right, we evolved plants. Great job. Oh, no. <laughs> like. This was a terrible idea. Let's get back in the water. Paragraph is wonderful. Wildfire's occurrence throughout the history of terrestrial life invites conjecture that fire must have had pronounced evolutionary effects on most ecosystems, flora, and fauna. Earth, Earth is an intrinsically I mean, yes. flammable planet <laughs> owing to its cover of carbon-rich <laughs> vegetation, seasonally dry climate, climates, atmospheric oxygen, and widespread lightning and volcanic and uh ignitions like it <laughs> hey sky <laughs> don't 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 you love being an being an actual human and writing fr- writing phrases like earth is an intrinsically flammable planet you know isn't that we've had pandemics <laughs> we've had we had the hornets for a bit <laughs> now it, i just was reminded yeah. that not only are we on a rock hurtling through space it's a very flammable rock <laughs> intrinsically it's intrinsically flammable every yeah. part of it is flammable um, <laughs> yeah it talks a lot about fire here i mean i you hope know, so. person caused wildfires wild account for 40 percent of wildfires in british columbia and are caused by activities such as open burning the use of engines mm. or vehicles dropping burning substances or any other human related activities you don't say Great. Good. We're uh, terrible. Bu- bu- we 
they have a picture here of what they call an experimental fire in in Canada, which is funny compared to like prescribed or planned. It's just like, let's see what happens here. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the it's the person who's like, yeah, I know it's all intrinsically flammable, but burn? can we burn this? So will it blend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will it burn? Yeah. Uh, yes. There's a bunch here. Uh, what do we got? We've got prevention. Um, there is here's Smokey. Here he is. Nineteen eighty five yep. Smokey the Bear poster. There he is. As part of his uh admonition. Is that is that how you say that word? Admonition. Yeah, yeah. Only you can prevent for admonition. Forest. Yes. <laughs> only, only you can prevent <laughs> the forests from <laughs> firing. <laughs> Sky. Only you. Oh, you want to you want to roll that back and think about it. Game. Only you can prevent the forest fires. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> only you what what can prevent what's happening <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't prevent only you can or, prevent only forest you fires can prevent yeah <laughs> only you can prevent comma forest fires beautiful forest fires only, only you can prevent oh forests, comma, fires. Um, yeah, I'm clicking on it. Yeah, I, I think you are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Smokey Bear. Um, Tim, would you like to tell us, or do you have anything to say about the list of We Bear Bears episodes? So... What I was trying to do this whole time. Oh my is gosh! That <laughs> okay. There's an episode of We Bear Bears. Tim, oh, Tim. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Tim. Hold on. So, uh, the episode uh, starts with this weird flashback that you don't quite understand what's going on. Um, you hear like a fire or something. Um, and it goes to the present day where uh grizzly enters like this burrito eating contest and he wins this huge burrito that is wrapped in foil okay and he falls in love with this thing no he's always holding on to it and it starts to like you know go bad and stuff and the other bears are trying to get rid of it but he won't have it right this is an extended pun I can feel it. No, it's not, because he loves this thing. Uh, This huge foil wrap burrito, right? Yeah. And eventually they get, they manage to get get it away from him. And he kind of comes back to his senses and he's like, oh, oh yeah, man, that was bad. Like, I don't know why I, like, felt so strongly about that thing. And then it goes back to the flashback and it's him as a cub uh, cling to a tree mm. during a forest fire and a fireman or mm. you know a, a firefighter saves him and he's clinging to the firefighter's arm and the firefighter's wearing a mylar kind of vest mm. so it's a just sort of foily looking thing yeah and he's just kind of clinging to this 
firefighter uh, for dear life, and that's kind of how it ends. Wow. Yeah. That took a ride. It was a really, it was a really cool episode. So, so hold on. So I, I just want to, I mean, that is touching and, and poignant, but I want to be absolutely clear that when I said the word Smokey Bear from the page segue, your initial, the very first thing you thought was a reference in We Bear Bears to one of the bears surviving a forest fire and having a touching moment with a firefighter. Is that, do I, do I about have it? I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> okay. I, I, no, cause, cause it's, it's definitely, it, it definitely, um, it mirrors the Smokey Bear story. It does. Yes. I'm not, I'm, it, it's, it did not allow me to get there. So <laughs> I'm sorry that this did not work out for you though. I still had fun on the journey. Yeah. No, you're fine. Uh, Tim, what what episode was that? Was that is that on this page? I mean, of course it is. It is on the page. Okay. Uh, it is season one, episode seven. It's just called Burrito. Oh, okay. So it is. Look at that. Yep. I really thought this was going to be an extended uh, pun, so so that it's something only you can prevent forest foils or something like that. Oh no! Jeez. Oof. Just what I thought was going to happen. That's mm. that's all I was going for. Anyway. I'm sorry, Tim, but Sky landed on uh, Smoky Bear, which here we are. I, uh, the, I'll tell you one of the reasons that I went to this page uh, tonight is that I learned for the first time as I was putting this, this run together that it is not Smoky the Bear. It is just Smoky Bear. Just, oh. just Smoky Bear. That's the entire name. Like, I never, I don't think I've ever put that together, that it's yeah, not, that wild. he doesn't have think... a V in his name. This is a Bernstein Bears sort of thing. This is another bear. Isn't it, it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's just like a social blindness around bears or something like that, that we just don't, we can't, yeah. you just can't Smoky look bear's straight at it or something like that. Smoky Bear Act of 1952. 16 USC 580, page 2, 18 USC 711. Important. Um, oh, thanks, SJWs. In April 2001, the message was officially updated to only you can prevent wildfires. Fires. <laughs> In response, wildfighters. In response to a massive outbreak <laughs> of wildfires in natural areas other than forests, <laughs> such as grasslands. And to clarify that Smokey was prom- was promoting the prevention of unplanned forest fires, not prescribed burns. Smokey's also had other lines throughout the years, uh, but these I are mean, but these have remained his central slogans. <laughs> <laughs> when your name's Smokey Bear, you, you kind of have your gimmick kind of set up for you. Yeah, eighty uh, percent of outdoor recreationists correctly identified Smokey Bear's image, and eight in ten recognized the campaign PSAs, according to the ad council this is like the um that recycling owl right like is that this puts me in the same mind of that is like um psa level mascot that is everyone's mm-hmm. kind of aware of vaguely even yeah. if you don't recognize it right away he's in um, yeah 
No, I was just going to say I really like this image. One of the earliest ones here um, that I shared in the chat. But, like, his face that he's just looking up, like, it's it's Smokey pouring a pail of water on a fire, on a burn that was left left unattended. Um, and uh, he's just looking at the viewer like, you know what you did. It's a very, very accusatory look, and it's impressive. Oh, yeah. That is what I... Just saying, this you... This you. <laughs> Why well, I have to wear pants. In popular media in the 50s, the character was given the name Smokey the Bear. <gasps> Smokey's name has always intentionally been spelled differently than the adjective Smokey. Yes. Why? Why, though? <laughs> so I, I don't know. I assume... Wow. I, I was immediately assuming it was a copyright thing, but I now I'm realizing I, that doesn't make any sense. Can I... Can I mention here that his first, that's not, Smokey was not his initial name, though. Um, because according to the Living Symbol section, at first he was called Hotfoot Teddy. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. And, uh, Tim, you were talking about the, the, the Ska logo from before. That is a Ska band. I mean, 100% yep. a totally Ska is. band. In fact, let's see. I'm just going to search this right now. No, not hot food. Hot food. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, yeah, not, not as much as I thought. A lot of people actually know. Okay. Uh, I'm getting my comeuppance here in that um, most of the hits on searching for Hot Foot Teddy um, is a lot of people being pedantic uh, and saying actually the first name of Smokey Bear was Hot Foot Teddy. Actually, it was the original. Okay, okay, Kyle. Yeah, I'm getting it. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> if there's anything this podcast has taught has taught me about myself, <laughs> <laughs> it's that we're all kind of terrible. <laughs> In 2012, NASA, the U.S. Forest Service, the Texas Forest Service, and Smokey Bear teamed up to celebrate Smokey's 68th birthday at NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston. The popular mascot toured the center and recorded a promotional announcement for NASA television. NASA astronaut Joe Acaba, uh, the <laughs> wow, uh, the ex- Expedition <laughs> 31 crew chose a plush smoky doll to be the team's launch mascot, celebrating their trip to the International Space Station. During his tour about 250 miles above Earth, Smokey turned 68 years old. <laughs> oh my wow. gosh. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let's see. It doesn't say the year. Uh, Rankin Bass Productions in cooperation with Tadahito uh, Mochinaga's MOM production in Japan produced an animagic stop motion ele- animated television spe- special, Ballad of Smokey the Bear, narrated by James Cagney. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Oh, 1966. During the General Electric Fantasy Hour. Wow. Good stuff. Uh, they do also note up here that there was a... Uh, hold on. Uh, in 1962, Smokey was paired with a female bear, Goldie Bear, uh, with the hope that perhaps Smokey's descendants would take over the Smokey Bear title in 1971 when the pair had not produced any young... Oh, this is the actual, oh, the actual bear. bear. An actual real bear. Sorry, in just to be clear. They yes. could not have children. No, it's not a... <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> no! This is not a Tony the Tiger and and you know like Antonio Junior or whatever. 
yeah. like situation. Um, uh, the pair had not produced any young. The zoo added little Smokey, another orphaned bear cub from the Lincoln Forest to their cage, announcing that the pair had adopted the cub. That's adorable. I'm sorry. That's very cute. That is good. Uh, anyway. Despite his real name being Smokey Bear, the name Smokey the Bear has been perpetuated in popular culture. <laughs> Steve Nelson and Jack Rollins' song Smokey the Bear has been covered by a group Canned Heat, along with others. The track oh. is on their CD, The Boogie House Tapes, 1969 to 1999. The online battle royale game, Fortnite Battle Royale, parodies Smokey no. and his motto in a loading screen featuring cuddly team le- leader a woman dressed in a teddy bear costume replacing Smokey and doing his signature finger-pointing pose. Below her is the message, only you can prevent V-Buck scams, warning players not to risk security mm-hmm. compromises by attempting to obtain free virtual currency offered by ha- hackers at, as bait. Uh, well, I guess that's that's a, that's a reference, I suppose. SmokeyBear.com's current site has a section on benefits of fire that includes this information. Fire managers can re- reintroduce fire into fire-dependent ecosystems with prescribed fire. Uh, nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. However, the goal of Smoky Bear will always be to reduce the number of human-caused wildfires and reduce the loss of resources, homes, and lives. That's good. A good good mascot. A good yeah. use of marketing. Just generally good. Mm-hmm. You don't want to let them down. You know? like It's true. Should I, should I do this fire I'm not supposed to? Maybe not. No. Be be attentive to the, the fires you're you're managing. Um or the heat sources you're managing. I, I was trying to think though of another mascot that that was on a similar level as Smokey. It's not a not yeah. a um not a corporate mascot for one. Right. Uh but any other mascot. I can't come up with one. So I mean huh. excuse oh, me. Oh, sorry woodsy owl oh yes okay well okay that's the other one woodsy woodsy owl i would consider them rivals is there uh let's who is woodsy owl the recycling owl give a hoot don't pollute no woodsy owl was the uh don't pollute owl give a hoot isn't that the same thing am i but was also i I also believe was related to the park service yeah i think so uh forest service uh, McGruff the Crime Dog. Oh, Probably yeah. Probably for our generation, though. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had... <laughs> oh, man. I I searched for Have Woodsy Owl and Smokey Bear Fought? And and DuckDuckGo says, Not not many results contain fight. Um, So <laughs> I just wanted to know if someone had done this. Great. For whatever reason, it sounds like something someone would have done on the internet, but... Yeah, so far, according to, according to you know Google, not so much. Monkeys with typewriters, though, like it's got to happen eventually here. <laughs> Basically, yes. I would say. I hadn't thought about McGruff though. That's also a good, uh, a good. Quote. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh wait, what about that lion from Dare, whose name I am, mis- am not remembering at all. So. Uh, automatically taking him out of this conversation. Yeah, I don't remember it either. <laughs> I guess it's not as important as I as I as I'm thinking. Oh. Yep. Oh my gosh. I. 
I had this poster, this Woodsy Owl poster, hanging in my camp. Okay, so Tim just shared, Tim just shared an image. This is just an Animal Crossing character. And oh my gosh, it is very, it's very Animal Crossing like. Yeah, and it's it's it has a message on it. It says, "Thanks for helping to spread the word. Give a hoot, don't pollute." Signed, Woodsy Owl. That's very cute. Did the did your poster have Mm -hmm. this note on it too? Wow. Yeah. Yep. You had an autographed poster from the Woodsy Owl. I did. I don't think I have it anymore. Wow. What a loss. Yep. Anyway, uh, this this run was a win for us, though, uh, getting from Segway to Smokey Bear. And if you want to take more of these runs with us, uh, I you know, if you want to hear more about the or more episodes like this, you can do so at wskbcast.blogspot.com. Uh, you can also check it out on any podcatcher uh, that you that you'd like to uh, collect your own podcasts on. Um, you know, if you check us out there, you know, uh, please leave a review. That would be pretty cool of you. Um, you can also look us up online uh, on Facebook uh, just by looking for We Should Know Better, and on Twitter at WSKBcast, where I usually try to post, or <clears throat> well, I try it on my Twitter feed, but sometimes get shared uh, some of the weird things that we discover while we're while we're on these runs um yeah i uh i actually don't have a a lot of great images from tonight actually except for that lion thing the lion battery is pretty good um Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh yeah yeah these uh i i I was i will tell you that um you guys missed very narrowly uh doing this in two clicks uh the the link um, if you went to just personal oh. transporter from that first page of Segway, uh, fire prevention is right there. And Does it? that takes oh, you straight like to Smokey. Oh, like it links to Smokey? Hmm. No, it links to fire prevention, what? which they talk about. I mean, which basically a quarter of the page is, is his. What was I doing? No. Uh, you were on... Oh, oh wait. Oh, the fire safety. Uh. Fire safety. It... Yeah, he wants too, to yes, prevent them. You were That's his whole thing. <laughs> he says it. He says prevent. Oh wait. He's <laughs> he telling us us. Only us, not him. Oh no. If you take Sky? him literally, he's saying only you. Sky? Sky? I was a fool. Of course he's not on the fire prevention page. Smokey doesn't do it. You do it. No. He's pointing right at me. Yeah, he don't do it. He he does fatal flaw. He does fire safety. Yeah, you do fire prevention. Pouring water on your dumb ass. (laughs) Like he's he's out here taking care of it and giving you the side eye. Like, hey man. Can we, I mean, just for a moment, the the fact that they just have him in a campaign hat and a pair of jeans is just, I just do not know what to do with that. Yeah. It's a lot. It, It's just, like, not going, like, the full service, the full, like, um, like, yeah. ranger uniform, but just giving him the hat, but then not, like, giving him just, like, casual hiking clothes. But just giving him the jeans and definitely jeans, not boots, but like jeans rolled up, like it's with a belt, yeah, and like just 
Yes. I mean, he needs a belt, obviously. He's a he's a big guy. But, like, what the heck? It's just, I have so many questions. I want to know how this got through a marketing group. And they were like, yeah, that's exactly right. Yes, this is what we're after. I am. I am not going to venture <laughs> any sort of theories. That's Why that's pants. bad. I feel I've done enough damage tonight. <laughs> Smoky Bear guidelines What's that, Sky? 2016. Uh, I I put I Uh-oh. googled how was Smoky the Bear designed? Why pants? And not getting anything. Uh, Smoky started out as a cartoon bear already wearing the pants. Well, does that? Whoa. <laughs> He was brought into the world. I can't read pants. this. I gotta pay. I gotta pay nineteen fifty to subscribe to JSTOR to read this journal article. Hybridity ethos and visual representations me. of Smokey Bear <laughs> by Marguerite Helmers. <laughs> oh, Marguerite, come on, share share your research with us, please. Um. He was brought into the world in pants already. I mm, wow. Absong and Hyduck's mm. actions just, introduce so a prevalent questions. theme in the history of Smoky Bear slash human slash animal relations: the confusion of ontology. Oh boy. Alice Wondak Beale reminds us that Smokey is a what? familiar half man, half bear who walks around in a pair of denim jeans, carries a <laughs> shovel, and sports a hat. But even Bale, whose incisive texts do parens not and parens feed the bears focuses in part on visual aspects of bear display is at a loss to explain and that's all i can read <laughs> from this preview without paying for it mm. oh but now wait read online free is it a personal worth account you can read up to, to 100 articles of... each month for free oh. sure yeah oh let's <laughs> let's find out more about this all right <laughs> All right. Well, in the meantime, I will see you guys later. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. So I. We can read this now. Do it. And I'm just going to read a little bit more. Yeah, that's I'm fine. Sorry. Yeah, no, do it. But even Veal, whose insightful texts do not feed the bears, focuses in part on visual aspects of bear display. It is at a loss to explain the confusing <laughs> hybridization of Smokey. For she notes as well that, quote, Smokey started out as a, quote, real and real bear and grew into a man bear, <laughs> which is somewhat true, but as one finds when attempting to describe Smokey, not true at all. <laughs> Smokey started out as a cartoon bear already wearing the pants, became a real bear named Smokey when a cub was discovered after a fire oh in Lincoln National gosh. Forest in New Mexico, and persists as an icon in American collective consciousness as a man bear. Bill attributes his ability to shapeshift from bear to man no. to the influence of comic book superheroes on American imagination, no. which is an intriguing suggestion since <laughs> superheroes such as Batman, Catwoman, uh. Wolverine, Sabretooth, and the Beast are hybrid characters who either dress in animal-inspired costumes or are mutant fusions I'm, of human and animal mm, characteristics mm. in much the same way that Smokey Bear is fashioned. Oh, my gosh. If <laughs> this was my master's dissertation, this would be circled. Like, what, <laughs> with, with a couple question marks. Like, are you sure? 
Is that a bit of a stretch you're taking there to say that just, Batman is is a hybrid? Just taking a jog there, like a bat. Yeah, carrying carrying that point with you as you go for a jog. Uh, that... The truth is, Smokey Bear is able to be fashioned according to the desires of the culture that produces him. What? As an icon, he is subject to parody and abuse, as well as more traditional and predictable appearances. <laughs> in yet another American West protest novel, The Milagro Beanfield War, Smokey Bear is a target for local animosity. Mm. The residents of the small, high-desert New Mexican town in Milagro steal a number of souvenir Smokey Bear Santos from a sales counter at the, for- at the Forest Service headquarters. Santos are traditionally small carved figurines of the Virgin Mary and Catholic saints, pre- predominantly sp- displayed in elaborate domestic altars. They, are, they too are uh, simulacra, although they are simulacra invested with the power of essence, Wait. or illusia, oh of mystic gosh. presence. The residents of Milagro use the smoky Santos as voodoo dolls. And then it's quotes this book. In short, they kicked the little smokies around their houses. They poured kerosene on the little smokies and lit them. They hammered nails into the little smokies. And in great many okay, imaginative wait. and no, Tim, ways, they, they I know, desecrated but... Snuffy. What? Whenever I hear little smokies, all I think of is sausage. Yeah, they're oh, not, yeah. It's, not the, it's not the sausage. Oh, uh, man. It, like... You remember the commercials, though? I like do. The Richard Carn. Yes, I do. Uh, little Smokies. <laughs> yeah. Icons are real Hammer presences to a wall. and innate commun- communion with an internal and transe- transcendent spirit. Hold on. This is amazing that they're saying, like, this part in this book, they're treating them like little voodoo dolls because they're, like, so, destroying them because they don't like the Forest Service. So this person's argument is that Smokey is a mutable figure throughout american history but he's like a oh geez like a he's an yeah they i think they use the phrase icon or the term icon like what but i i it is an interesting note that it was first the cartoon and then became a real bear i don't know a thing where that's happened that way where it's been the comic and then became a real you know a real thing and yeah then, that's true and then has continued to be a thing beyond that that's that's new and interesting, but what? Oh man! Then a huge chunk of this is just her looking at posters of different posters of Smokey and being like, <laughs> "How hot?" Here's what is... I think about this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Since the utterance "only you can prevent forest fires" is not issuing directly from him through the reticle vehicle, Smokey says, "Only you," but it but is attributed to him. The question remains of the degree to which Smokey is sentient and has the power of speech. No. Following the work of Mikhail Bakhtin and Luis Althusser, as well as Emily Besteve, we understand that the you constitutes not only the audience, but Smokey the Bear as a subject. What? It is reciprocal. What is happening? So what she's saying is the stuff I said earlier? Yes. Bullshit. It's him, <laughs> too. Yeah. He's... Smokey himself is called into being by the presence of the <laughs> you in the discourse because it implies <laughs> I. The second person functions like Althusser's hailing. It extends an invitation to accept to recognize the self in the you being addressed. The you implies, as Bakhtin would note in answer, that response emerges from the perpetrator and the one who prevents forest fires, both human. 
you can refer to both the friend and foe, the steward of nature, as well as the careless camper. It is a theme that runs throughout the images that underscores the ambivalent rhetoric of the poster campaign. If the you also constitutes an I, it is establishing a relationship between I, bear, and you, human. In a moment of interspecies identification, Mm. they are undergoing changes prompted by encounters with other entities. I is becoming human while you is becoming animal. What? I... mm, I'm I'm literally speechless. I I don't... I don't know. (laughs) Okay. This one is it's that poster that you shared, Kyle, of him putting no, out no, the no. fire and looking at I you. I get it, yes. It's, are you ready? Okay. As if to further emphasize that the audience has been careless, there is the lacuna of the fire. How did this fire come to be? Is Smokey cleaning up after a careless smoker or camper? There's no evidence of camping equipment at the scene. That's true. Human campers are absent. Viewers may ascertain that the that the burn isn't re- isn't natural because natural burns do not require the audience to exercise care. What? We can also be assured that Smokey has not created that fire himself because the fire was built using improper techniques that Smokey, as Are a steward, would kidding? be careful to avoid. It appears to be at ground level rather than in a pit. There is an absence of a ring of rocks to act as a fire break, and an abundance of flammable bush surrounds the site. Smokey carries a shovel with him in later images to emphasize both the proper techniques for clearing the area to build the fire and to further caution that as a way to stop the fire from burning out of control is to shovel dirt over it. Here, he only has his pail. A second theme to employ pathos. You guys can just leave. I'm just going to read the rest of this. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. This 25-page. I'm so into this. I was going to say, I'm I'm invested. I miss English master's (laughs) classes. There's a lot going on. It's incredible. I, I I think I am going to leave you to it, but oh my gosh, I want to read this. Uh, in the 1948 poster, Smokey is at the forefront of the image, larger, taller, prouder, <laughs> and more human than ever than other meditated or other mediated animals within the frame. Oh he wears gosh. his ranger's cap, carries a shovel in his left hand, and is clad in his jeans. He is the mythical and and mediated papa bear protecting his family from the red flames that rage on the horizon incredible shelter behind his right shoulder are mother deer and baby deer again mining the bambi theme yeah and a parental squirrel clasping a baby squirrel tightly ah <laughs> uh, in fact the placard mm-hmm. embedded into the bottom of the image addresses the audience emphasizing through through an underscored you the awareness that we are out there beyond the frame remember <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires this statement effectively blocks the exit from the burning forest for the creatures. <laughs> they are trapped between the human and fire. Conversely, the placard bars the entrance of the natural world for the viewer, who is safely outside the frame beyond the fourth wall. Oh my gosh. This is In a... fact, the central image of this poster is the fire itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Tim's so checked out. But this is amazing yes. to me. <laughs> sorry. It's, impre- it's incredible. This is, it's so good. Um, all right, I do still need to fold uh, laundry. <laughs> all right, so yeah. I gotta stop. I'm sorry. Um, this sounds right, incredible. <laughs> I just don't Every understand night. the why for any of that. It's so good, though, Tim. Yeah. I, uh, okay. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. See you guys Bye. later. <laughs> See ya. Hey guys, I'm still here.
an icon for all time and high times. As an American cultural icon such as Mickey Mouse or Barbie, Smokey Bear combines a religious devotional aspect of the orthodox icon to resemble with this semiotic understanding that he is a naturalist symbolic construct representing a class of American significations, patriotism, loyalty, and personal responsibility. In the iconography of nationalism, Dallas Huxley recalls that Walter Benjamin developed a materialistic and perceptual schema of visual a visuality that activates the icon, makes it real. The icon is thus erratic to draw from Benjamin's theory of the icon. It is called into being by the personal and cultural predispositions of the viewer. It is also highly recognizable, overdetermined, and culturally variable. Like Mickey Mouse, Smokey appeals to children and to the childish aspects of adults. Popular icons such as Smokey Bear represent model behaviors based on what attracts children and adolescents while attempting to contain adult conduct without childish parameters in the name of protecting youth from allegedly inappropriate adult behaviors. Yet, Hustley stresses that icons are far from trivial and include statements about race, class, sexuality, religion, and politics. Hustley writes that icons are particularly powerful signifiers because they are immediately recognizable and carry complex cultural codes in a compact image. Gregor Gothrell's comments, when we designate certain images and objects as icons, we are really asserting that these images and, and objects are extraordinary and that they embody particularly important values or even some residue of the sacred. Otherwise, why not use the word image? National image icons inspire faith, devotion, and obedience to a naturalist ideal. Just as Smokey encodes patriotic idealism, love and protection of the country. Thus, the icon is a symbol, but beyond its relationship of resemblance and marker of signification, it is important to remember that the viewer does not stop the gaze at the icon, but extends the gaze through the image to an inner, inscrutable oisa, essence. In Western culture, the eye is limited to the surface elements of the form, design, texture, and culture, or color. Uh, however, Eastern Orthodox tradition tells us that we need to read beyond the frame, that the surface limits our potential emotional, rational, and spiritual response. As Huxley notes, over time, icons become domesticated as they are cleansed of subversive traits that could interfere with the widespread appeal and ability to shape and, ma and manage desire on a mass scale. Yet there was a time in history of the advertising campaign when Smokey, the, when Smokey Bear was subversive by intention, drawing from the themes of a rebellious counterculture. In 1973, actress Joanna Cassidy appeared in a television commercial where she offered a personal view of the value of the forest. She calls the forest peaceful and quiet, a place where animals play, and urges the viewer to be extra careful. As she speaks, the camera tightens on her face. As the clo at, the, at the close of the commercial, she reaches behind, behind her voluptuous ha long hair and pulls her face off. We see her smile crumple into a grimace as the face and torso of Smokey Bear takes her place. The PSA could have been marked by the same preference that Hunter S. Thompson used in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man. The burdensome moral skin of the human is lost to the bear. Thompson's book is marked by several episodes of animal intrusions and its complex countercultural message is echoed by the the Milangro Beanfield War, and the Monkey Wrench Gang, both of which advocate anti-establishment acts, and both of which, mentioned earlier, feature significant defacements of smoky bear icons. Thus, further evidence of the liminality of the visual legacy of Smokey emerges. He is animal and human, corpus and corpse, sentient and silent, living and dead. In the Book of Skin, Stephen Connor notes that the idea of the pelt rather than the skin 
induces a kind of horror in the observer, as the Latin word pili, <laughs> eventually yielding pelt, is the dead flayed skin. Once scoured away from the body, the human or animal skin becomes simply a hide, deader than a corpse, a corpse's remnant, the corpse of a corpse. And this sense of horror that ensues is this sense of horror that ensues from the 1973 PSA, which reverses the order of things. The bear Smokey holds the pelt of the human Cassidy in a kind of parody of the bear attack that skins the human victim. Such an embedded sense of horror at the human-animal fusion which governs strict rules given to mascots who are not allowed to ever disrobe in public. One of the official guidelines reads, Costumes should be kept undercover before and after use, particularly when children are around. Smokey's head tucked under a forest officer's arm is, a sh is shocking to a child. Conclusion Even this short history of representations tagged with Smokey Bear demonstrates the extent to which his presence manages humans, which his presence manages humans while being the constructs of human desires. Smokey was selected as a symbol of the Forest Service because he was a big animal and a capable animal more than a gentle and lovable one. The contradictions embedded the the contradictions embodied in Smokey Bear are evident in his famous slogan, "Only you can prevent forest fires." He is both the I and the you of the utterance, both the one who speaks and the one who is spoken for. Smokey embodies the ambivalent attitudes towards bears that peppered official government policy, advertising, and public relations, and popular culture in America for most of the 20th century. Um, in Beale's words, the narrative of friendship between people and bears was established in the National Park Service publications of the early decades in the 20th century. Here, bears existed uh, in the narrative to teach a lesson about fun in the national parks, environmental stewardship, wilderness, science, or proper visitor behavior. Representational bears harbored the performing bear tradition. They were put on display in posters, pamphlets, and television where the human behaviors inhibited an animal skin, their very hybridity, engendering, engendering affection and antagonism. Visual representations of mediated fictional animals construct spec spectators. They bring us together as a public with a shared consciousness. As public icons, they foster a collective consciousness, say remembrances of Mickey Mouse, and thus embody the power to mobilize that collectively for social action. A visual rhetoric of animal representations asks why animals can perform these activities better than representations of humans. Uncomfortably, it is because humans feel less threatened by the animal due to the animal's long history of being embedded in cultural texts that serve human interests. Looking at animals empowers humans as spectators and actors. Thus, Smokey in particular performs a civic function as he constructs us as responsible citizens. We are also citizens who have the potential, through ignorance, a sense of entitlement, and pure disregard to destroy the wild. One of the values of, of, specta of spectatorship in the case of Smokey Bear is recognizing our own human dual nature, our capacity for strong decision-making and for poor choices. Tackle the works of James Elkins, the power of the Smokey Bear icon is that he stares back. He allows a rhetorical opportunity to consider the ways that human agency and civic action are constructed. His power is not exclusively the result of animal-human hybridity or the use of sentiment in advertising. The bear is able to break the frame from time to time to step outside the territory of human construction. That was Hybridity, Ethos, Invisible Representations of Smokey Bear 
by Mar Margaret Helmer Helmers Helmers. It's published in 2011 at the University of Wisconsin. Thank you.